0: It was the month of May in the year of our Lord, 2020. In the midst of a global pandemic, three best friends of over one score were on their weekly Zoom to maintain sanity call, and someone had the brilliant idea to click the record button. What follows is the historic chronicle of three people desperately maintaining a minimal degree of sanity. Fueled by a love for pop culture and various fermented liquids, Dan Neal and myself, Reed are on a quest to achieve the maximum level of irreverence. reverence. Despite what it sounds like, Three Guys Top Fives, The Irrevered Draft Experience is a podcast for adults by adults. Its contents are vulgar, raunchy, and at times, barely coherent. At best, it is
1: fully intended for entertainment purposes. I didn't know. Now I am. I'm recording on the Zoom.
2: Is Zoom an acronym?
1: Uh, your mom's an acronym.
2: What does mom stand for?
1: uh mashing on me three guys just making lists three guys just getting blitzed three guys
2: it's our top fives you won but also i won this uh this segment brought to you by we don't know
1: we don't know web hosting we don't know web hosting for the website that we don't have if you don't have a website the best website that you can have hosting you is we don't know websites it's no, we didn't. d-u-n-n-o dot websites dot G-O-V dot russia Back, backslash who's on first backslash who's on first forward slash uh reed is my daddy and <laughs> uh. hey
0: let's get started welcome everyone to three guys top fives the Reverend draft experience this is an opportunity for you to sit around and listen to three really big, good best friends, very best friends that are good, talk to each other, uh, draft style. We've got some games that we play. We don't uh, keep any real score of anything, and uh, we don't, I mean, honestly, we don't say anything important. Uh, no. I, uh, of course, continue to be Reed, uh, and uh, I went to the eye doctor today. Who am I with?
2: Oh, are you pointing to me? Yeah, uh and now five foot eleven from Kansas City, Missouri. Your Memphis Grizzly. Dan Siever, sorry. Uh Dan Siever. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Yep, that's me. I'm
1: Dan. Uh, my name is Neil and I uh, pooped twice today.
2: Yay, good for you, good. buddy. I was almost right. ready
1: for a third, but then as I walked up the stairs, you know how you get that feeling when it's like, No, nah, I'm creeping yep. back up. It's not ready yet, so
2: We give yeah. we give suckers out for that in my house, so
1: so I'm on the level of your children. <laughs>
2: Look at, be looking in the mail for some dum
1: Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> B- looking in the mail for some dum-dums. If I don't fucking get oh, dum-dums... No, it's, uh, I think, that, I think the,
0: the correct turn of phrase is, it's dum-dum time.
1: There you go. I'll I'll get you those
2: dum dums as soon as I finish those fucking lemon candy or those banana, banana candies. candies. Can we
1: talk about how once for Dan's birthday I sent him five different things from Amazon that were all banana themed because our old inside joke is that as soon as you hear that uh, Gwen Stefani song, it gets stuck in your head for days. And so I sent him a gift that was completely bananas, b a n a n a s,
2: a five pound bag of all banana runts.
1: But in, yeah, the, the Which little I in am row. not through.
2: Which I am not through. And this was, I'm gonna say, four years ago. Well, yeah, Three, those are probably yeah.
1: disgusting by now. Yeah. Oh, they're great. I think Obama was president when I got you there. They're though,
2: so. so good.
1: Still working on it. Still working on it. Yeah. So wouldn't good.
2: Be, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they, they've got a sh- they've got a half shelf life of a thousand years. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so uh,
0: they uh, actually, you uh, the rule is you put cockroaches, canarios. Canaries, canarios,
2: canarios. I like
0: cockroaches, that. canaries, and banana-flavored runts together in mm-hmm. case of nuclear fallout. The cockroach is going to survive. The canary will tell you if it's dangerous because the canary will die, mm-hmm. and the uh, the banana-flavored runts will right. still be there in case you need some food because they can survive anything. Calories, exactly.
1: baby. What you need That's is true. calories in the apocalypse. Yep. It's really important, especially. And you got to have multiple canaries because one canary doesn't last that long. True, true. No.
0: Well, yeah, and, yeah but you you got to be careful you haven't have the right balance because you could end up with
1: more canaries than what you really need. Dude, can you ever have too many canaries?
2: <laughs> T-shirt.
1: <laughs> I I
2: don't have an answer for that. That's
0: uh, right. Can we, can we get a fact check on can you have too many canaries? Is it
1: possible to have too many canaries? We need exactly. an intern. We need an intern to get it.
2: Exactly. We need the fact checker. I, I played the episode that I brought. I gave the shout out. To Kevin, for my roommate Kevin, and he loved it. His feedback was that he didn't understand the inside joke that Reed was doing, or any of our inside jokes. Um, <laughs> and I forget where I was going with this. Oh, uh, nope, I forgot. What were we just talking about? Um,
0: nope nope don't let him t-shirt make him. No, figure sorry, it
2: sorry, sorry, Reed. Sorry. Oh, come on, I don't remember what it was. Nope. Uh, Break
0: me know. off a piece of that
2: Kit Kat uh, bar, fancy uh, piece. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: t-shirts. You're nope, we talking about nope. T-shirts. That wasn't it. I don't know what the hell you're talking about then. Because that's literally the last thing I said I was know. canaries and you said T-shirts. I, lost, I don't know.
2: I, I lost track of... It'll come back to me. Anyways. Fact check. Oh, fact checking. Fact checking. Now in terms, uh, that's what he, it was. He was like... There was a couple of things that I said in the podcast that he's like, Oh, no, that's not right. This is actually the real thing. And then we Googled it, and it was, it was that I was 100% wrong. Like I said, that the Cubs... Uh, started doing night games in the 90s, and it was actually the 80s and stuff like that. And so, uh, Oh,
1: wow. You were yeah. way off.
2: Well, it's 10 years. Somebody's g- Also... They've
1: been a team for 100-plus sh- years, sure. and like, we've got the decade wrong by a well,
2: couple of years. But, you know, if you're going to say something on live, whatever, you should probably say the right thing. S- but anyways... So you're, see, what you're,
1: yeah, go ahead. My Ruth. opinion
0: on this is that if if we don't fact-check, that gives people a project to do in sure. between episodes. It gives them something to look forward to because... Make
2: it a bit. Mm-hmm. It's it's
0: so much fun telling people on podcasts that they're wrong
1: through yeah. email and social media. The historical one, I was listening through and I was like, yeah. I don't know half of what I said was <laughs> yeah. incorrect or not. Right? Like Definitely. when you called me out, you were like, did Hitler poison himself? I'm like, I guess he didn't. He did I really not. probably yeah. should have researched this before I fucking... <laughs> I don't care. I don't right. care. People can do their research. Let them call us out. Hit okay. me up on Twitter at, 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 at shut your dumb face dot twitter.edu edu <laughs>
0: I like how I like how Twitter goes to school there's a Twitter school can we uh, can we work on that Twitter school
2: Twitter school yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean I'm a gonna lot of I'm people gonna need it. I'm gonna get a master's degree in twatting I think that um, that's what you call it right is it when yeah. you do the tweets
1: yeah. I don't know the British pronounce it twat, but yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Maybe in the near future we'll uh, we'll get my son to intern for us and we just oh, yell I'll, at him. Oh my
1: god, turn. that'd be
2: fantastic.
1: Go yeah. mow the lawn, idiot. That was,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was today's
1: project. Actually, mowing the lawn was today's nice. project. Oh. How do you do? How do he you do? He's terrible. Uh,
0: he did me. he did well. He did surprisingly well. It takes okay. him, uh, him. It takes him a long time, but he gets the mower out. My, okay, here's my favorite story about a whole my son mowing the lawn the first time by himself. So previously I had done some of done some of the strips for him to get him started. Get the mower out, get it primed. The first time he got the mower out by himself, he gets three strips in and the mower quits. Hmm. And he doesn't panic. Keeps it cool. He just walks inside and sits down. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife looks at him and goes, "Aren't you supposed to be mowing?" He goes, "Yeah. Mower quit. (laughs) We had. Let me give you
1: a little backstory. Mower's quitting. Yeah. Last year, did
0: did he give you two weeks'
1: notice? Because that (laughs) shit doesn't fly if you don't.
0: (laughs) Last year, within a week, I broke two lawnmowers, scratched that four lawnmowers. What? Because I. What I so the first one I'm mowing, it just it just died. It seized up. Second one had, uh, I'm mowing with it and then it starts spraying gas. So can't use those two. And those were the two I had. I borrow my neighbor's lawnmower and I'm mowing underneath a tree that we have in the backyard and the tree popped off his, uh, his air filter holder, just snapped that right off. And then I borrowed another friend's lawnmower and, the bolt that was holding the handle in vibrated loose and came off, and I lost it somewhere in my yard. That Jesus. was four weeks of last summer. So we we, we we sent two lawnmowers out to get it repaired. My neighbor was able to fix his lawnmower. I bought a new screw for my friend's lawnmower. All that was fine. One lawn, the lawnmower that seized up, the company said, this lawnmower is staying here. It's not going anywhere. We can use the parts from it. The other one they fixed. It quit a month and a half after I had it back.
1: Mm.
0: So we went and bought a new lawnmower. We're yeah. just like, screw it. We're buying a new lawnmower. And so this is last year. My son is out mowing for the first time all by himself. Lawnmower quit. Uh, it did what? So I, uh, my wife ran diagnostics with him. <laughs> okay. Did you put gas in it? His response, you have to put gas in it every time.
1: I've never been more right in my in my Yeah, you nailed in it. in my in my pick in my Fucking 2020 year pick. I've n- I've never been more vindicated than hearing that story right then. I yeah. when we were doing our draft of um summer activities or whatever it was when you yeah. picked that your son can mow the lawn. Yeah. And I said, yeah, 2020 year pick, he's terrible at it. Yeah. And yeah, I didn- exactly. Yeah,
2: that was, that was It was during my summer of Sam. Yeah.
1: Your can summer I tell you guys Sam.
2: something crazy?
1: Please, for Summer of Dan. Summer of Dan,
2: nice. Do uh, you guys remember last week when I was talking about Bill Buckner and yeah. how for his do-over, I wanted the the manager, McNamara, to take him out of the game and put in Stapleton so that Bill Buckner never had to have that miss through the legs? Right. Fucking John McNamara died today. What? After I brought him up last week
1: right. as a do-over. Him. Yeah. You cursed him.
2: He died today.
1: Holy wow. shit.
2: Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Right? I have power.
1: After... Mm, boy, well... Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Bill Buckner once MacMurray got to heaven. Bill Buckner uh, didn't know who he was because of his dementia. So. <laughs> Do you have dementia in heaven? I don't. I don't know how that works. I don't know how to heaven works. I mean, I maybe don't know. You, well, yeah. you just yeah, you get to heaven exactly as you were on earth. You're like, so wow, these, this
2: place looks new.
1: All these I college think. students get dying in car crashes, get up there, and they're like, oh, I get this body forever. And these old people are like, fuck you. Hold on a second. Now,
0: Eric Clapton's song makes so much more sense.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh no no! <laughs> All right, Reed. I think we should get primed. What are you drinking? All right, let's get primed. It's
0: drafting time. <laughs> Dan, what are you drinking tonight,
2: guys? I'm so glad that you asked. I'm so glad that you asked, um, <laughs> guys. It has been so fucking hot here. We've been getting these. Um, we've been getting like these sporadic rainstorms because we're getting a lot of the the. Of, uh the after effect of the hurricane down in the gulf so we get these like crazy storms that come in but they come in for like 12 minutes and then they go away and then it's even more humid and hot than it was before they got here so i haven't been able to drink whiskey and i've been having a beer every once in a while but if you don't just chug the shit out of that beer then it just gets warm and it's and, and you can't drink a warm beer so mm. i've been doing this new thing this week where i've been i've been i've been taking I bought a I bought a really really nice vintage box of franzia and uh, and I got some lemon lime soda and I got a little mm. lemon squeezer and I've been making these I've been making these spritzers but I was thinking like I'm upstairs I don't want to keep going downstairs for a drink so I got this I got this boot <laughs> 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 and uh I've been I've been drinking them out of this and I Wait, and I called this red wine? dos Das Boot Spritzer!
1: Oh no, Dan, Dan froze. Oh no, Dan froze in the middle of his bit. Alright, well, while we're, well, Dan's frozen, for the viewers at home, Dan is holding a boot about the size of his forearm, and it's filled with a purple-reddish liquid with about 17 ice cubes at the top. Yeah! There all it right. is. Okay, alright, sorry, you're just back, Dan. I was describing <laughs> I to the viewers what you were yeah. holding. It's a red wine with lemon-lime soda?
2: Yes. Like it's it's basically like generic sprite and then a little lime squeezer in the top and then you stir it all
1: up. What kind of wine?
2: I just told you it's a it's Fro- it's franzia. It's like it's like red. We franzia know franzia. Wine. What's the type of wine? It's like cab Sav. I don't know. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> no, I will not drink merlot. <laughs> Did
0: you? Did you not, did you not call Neil ahead of time and get some recommendations on what wines to mix what sodas with?
1: <laughs> well, Listen, that's my new blog. It's going to be neilswineandsodamixers.com. And when people ask what type of wine, I'm going to say Franzia, and then I'm going to quote Dan Siever.
0: <laughs> and then every time they ask, you just have to keep saying, no, I said Franzia. <laughs> All right, Neil, what are you drinking?
1: Oh, uh, I am drinking a a, a Tullamore Dew that used to have a big ice cube in it, but it is slowly melting. But yeah, I love myself some smooth Irish whiskey and Tullamore Dew is not a bad one for the price. Yeah, Tullamore's good. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's no Jameson, Dan. You
2: know. Neil, give us an ad for
1: Tullamore Dew. (laughs) I'm going to do it Dan-style, ready? Tullamore Dew. It's the heaviest whiskey you'll have, and it'll make the biggest noise on your table. Tullamore Dew is the whiskey that you want to have when you're drinking. Tullamore Dew. Very nice.
2: Ah. And, uh, <laughs> you, Uh like?
1: tonight,
0: <laughs> tonight, I've got, uh, I got a nice spicy Bloody Mary.
2: In nice. um, the
0: nice. uh, Kansas City Royals uh, World Series Champions uh, commemorative uh, plastic wear that I got at Kauffman Stadium. Very nice. Very the year nice. after
1: they won the championship? Yep. 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 I love this. This was
0: actually... I got this at the, uh, the Rally Mantis game.
1: Nice. What's a Rally Mantis? Uh,
0: so there was a game where they were losing to a team. I don't remember who they were playing. They were losing and... Uh, in the dugout, they found a mantis, and so the whole team oh. in the dugout was playing with the mantis, and they were putting him on hats and putting it on people's hands. I remember heads. that. Yeah. And then they won the game. Fantastic. So it was rally mantis game. So that was that. that was you were at the rally at. mantis game. I was at the rally mantis game. Fantastic. Uh, I did. Uh, I
1: customized
0: my Bloody Mary with uh, with a little uh, a little of uh, the hot sauce that you sent us.
1: Oh nice. yeah, I there suppose we should probably do an ad read for them at some point but absolutely face punch hot sauce from Minnesota that um, I literally found in the desk that I moved into at the job that I was at for nine months last year yeah. completely unopened bottles took them home absolutely loved them and continue to order them to the point where the guy wrote handwritten notes that said why do you keep ordering you're from New York and he's like thank you for your business He's very sweet I'm like very very nice guy and I've ordered it a whole bunch of times and ordered it for you guys I'm glad you're enjoying
0: all right, so uh, all right, so we've we've got our drinks. We're ready to go. We're getting primed. Cheers, boys. Cheers.
1: Das Boot. The boot is ridiculous.
2: I got this at a. I won this in a um, in a family uh, dirty Santa. I had to steal it from like three people.
1: <laughs> when listen, when you've got the white elephant, you know you want. You got to yeah. work for it. You got to work yeah. for it. You can pour four beers into it. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, it's great all right okay so tonight's draft
0: yes a lot a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world and i don't know about uh what's happening in the world of the two of you in a week and a half my kids go back to school already
2: Yep, mine do
0: they start they start mid-august so with that in mind I thought it necessary to use my draft topic as an opportunity to look back on our lives in the school and draft our top five school
1: supplies. Top five school supplies, I've been so Woo. ready and I know I have the number one pick and I'm not even gonna waste any damn time because the best school supply any of us ever had growing up in elementary school or middle school, you know what it is. And you know you were lucky if you could get it at the Target or the Walmart that you were at. It's the 64-pack Crayola crayons Mm. with the sharpener in the box. It is is everything you ever wanted. It is the number one school supply because it is... And I got to be honest, when I see them now, I am 40 years old, soon to be 41. When I see them now... I want to buy one now because they are so great. And the Sharpener in the back of the box is the greatest invention that ever happened in the history of school supplies. It's good. No one can ever beat the 64-pack Crayola with the Sharpener in the box. I will take it, and I've just won the draft. You guys can win as well, but I just won. Uh, You absolutely won. That was my first pick, too.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. It is a fantastic pick, and on any other night, it would be number one. But unfortunately, you're 100%
1: wrong. Whoa. Because ballsy words from Seaver, ballsy words from Seaver. The number one most coveted item that
2: I can ever remember from specifically my middle school area. I think I actually had one in the fifth grade. I did. I had one in the fifth grade and I had one all through middle school. And it was amazing because of its uh, what you could do with it, the stuff that you could store in it. Plus the amazing shit that was on the outside of it. I'm talking about the motherfucking Trapper Keeper.
1: Yep. Oh, that was my number two pick. Damn, Swip- you're you absolutely right. Absolutely. My number
0: right. one, and then my what was going to be my number one is
1: was my number two. Good picks. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to be perfectly honest. There are a couple of Lebrons in this draft. And we just took two of them. The Trapper Keeper and the 64 Crayola Sharpener, those are like no-brainers. It doesn't matter if you don't need a power forward, you take it. It doesn't matter if you don't need a quarterback, you get yourself a Manning or two. And speaking
2: of power forwards, I had the Sean Kemp Trapper Keeper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Solid. Amazing. Oh, Reed. I'm sorry we left you with. Uh, I'm sure there are a couple of good ones out there, but we took the we took the two best.
0: That's the that's that's the danger of being the third pick. But I'm fine with it because I still get one of the gems that made you the idol of your classroom. It was something that you you wouldn't be able to get right off the bat. Like you had to you had to go with your parents and get all the necessities first. But they always had them sitting around in the aisle and you were going to grab one. It's a big fat pen that had 13 different ah, colors on it.
1: it like, oh my goddamn. Lips. That's a great pick. Great <laughs> yeah, the pick.
0: multicolored click pens. Yeah. Yep. I'm taking the multicolored click pen and I'm gonna push all of them down at the same mm-hmm. time and I'm gonna write my name giant on a piece of paper yep. in 13 colors. You can't see any of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take way too long writing out my name on an assignment, because I'm gonna use a different color for every letter, and I'm you spelling out my middle name yep. too, just so I can use all of the colors. Here's the ultimate the ultimate irony of that pen. I could only see, like, six of the colors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm colorblind. (laughs) I still got it, though. I still used all the colors. Listen, you picked it
1: to take it away from us, and that is a good move in any (laughs) regard. That's a fantastic pick. Fantastic pick. I agree. I agree. I agree. Oh, man. Uh, You guys aren't leaving me with much because, uh, listen, as we said, there were some really, really top choices, and then they drop off considerably. But there are some really good ones. And listen, this is a personal pick. Okay. Uh, you know, you guys know that a lot of my picks are personal. They sure. have, mean something to me. And there's just something nostalgic. There's something about the heft. There's something about when it's sharpened perfectly. Ooh. That number two pencil. Yeah. That yellow number yeah. two pencil with the pink eraser. And if you got the good quality ones, if you didn't go for the crappy ones, that eraser would erase like a breeze off of your paper. And it was very important. And it's not as flashy definitely as any of our first round picks. It's not, it's not sexy, it's a lineman. It's when you need your left guard because you have a good running back. So you pick them in the second round and I'm taking the number two pencil.
2: It's a great choice, it's a great choice. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I have personal one also but I think I'm gonna save it for later. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go sexy again. I'm gonna go okay. sexy again.
1: All
2: right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bust out my sexy ones early because I feel like if I don't get them, they're gonna be lost mm-hmm. in the draft. Man, when you... Again, I'm going to go back to middle school, high school. Man, if you were not walking around in the halls with one of these, then you might as well just stuff yourself in, in your own locker because this was the go-to accessory. I'm talking about the Jansport backpacks.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Oh, you had the really one shoulder
2: good. that shit. You, there was like the the denim ones with the red stripes or the, I mean, they had came in so many different styles and colors and they had the zippers all over the place that you didn't even use, but they just were so cool. And it couldn't be any other backpack but the Jansport backpack.
1: That's a good thing, really. I got it, Dan, you stole my next one. Mm. I was just gonna choose the backpack because you only got to get a new one every couple of years. (laughs) Yep. And like getting the new backpack was like an every Two or three or four a year situation, so it was very important. The Jan Sport backpack specifically, though. Um, yep. Fantastic pick. Fantastic pick.
0: I, I'll go as far as to say it's, it's as
1: classic as the yellow number two yeah. pencil. Oh, I mean, even classic and iconic. Right. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Reed, what's your number two pick?
0: So my number two pick is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm a person, I've, I always look for ways to simplify my life. my I live by the code of do as, uh, make as much as you can and do as little as possible. Yeah. And one of the things that really helped me do that in my school career, I believe it started in middle school, carried on through high school, having one notebook. I just wanted to carry one notebook mm. around with me. So I got that Mead five-star, five-subject notebook. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, it was yeah. classic. Stole oh, yeah. it from me. It it had it had pockets for each of the subjects. Uh it was it was bulky, but I tell you what, it was worth it just to carry around one notebook for all your subjects. With
2: so the dividers for each class. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah.
1: I mean yeah. it's it's the it's the mature trapper keeper when you think about it. Exactly. It's it's the trapper keeper for the next level. Like I kept a trapper keeper all the way through college because I was a geek. But like the five-star notebook, being able to put your syllabus right at the front of every section, and then any notes or copies or handouts that you got go right in it, and you can just flip, flip, flip. Yep. Ultimate in organization when you need to be portable reads. It's a fantastic pick. Absolutely. Shit. You guys are decimating my list. Decimating my list. It was excellent. That's I... um, All right. So listen, I'm going to take this one early because I don't want to lose it. it. Yeah, do it. It was the most important thing we had in middle school and high school. Because what you got is you got a bunch of crappy books that have been used over and over and over by everyone ahead of you. And you had to, like... And then the thing is, is if it... They would check. And if it came back in worse condition at the end of the year than then you picked it up, then, then you got in trouble. Like, the teachers got mad if for some reason your stupid math book looked crappier at the end of the year. So what I'm going to take... Is the brown paper bag that you'd use to cover (laughs) all of your textbooks? Not only because its its utility was fantastic. You could buy ones at the store, and like they would have designs on them. And I always thought that was crappy because the brown paper bags were just a blank slate, and I got to like draw and design. Yeah, and like in half again. If it's a math class, I was bored to tears. So I would be. My math book usually ended up being the prettiest out of all of them at the end of the year. It's like a blank <laughs> canvas for your high school mind. I'm gonna take in the brown paper bag book Beautiful. cover. Yeah, I love it. Then, then you can do the Stussy symbol like a thousand times
0: on there. Yeah. <laughs> the yep. lightning bolt S. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, like there's yep. a couple of ways to do the lightning bolt S. You can do straight lightning bolt. I'm drawing like I'm drawing it in the air as if people can see. Yeah. No, it's I know like,
1: exactly what we're talking about.
0: You could you can do, do that, yeah. The uh the more like
1: uh, the shapely or just solid lightning bolts. Yeah. Solid lightning bolts, yeah. yeah. I like drawing rock star stars Yeah, just the five point stars. And can we all talk about how that lightning bolt S every single one of us learned how to draw that from a girl. Oh yeah. They oh, all yeah, knew that. how to do it before we did.
0: It it's it's how we it's how we learned how to talk to girls. Oh, teach me how to do this. I, I had girls yes. in eighth grade
1: teach me how to fold notes in yeah. fancy ways. Yeah, like that rectangle one with the triangle at the top that you'd fold under and then tuck in.
0: Yep. Or there was there was one where you fold, you just pull one thing, and the whole the whole sheet come pops right out like a little note present, and the only thing that's in there is like, this class is boring. <laughs> but I didn't care, I got so excited when I got one
1: of those intricately folded notes. Oh man, it made you feel cool as hell no matter who you got it from. You were right? just like, I'm in on something. And I don't know about you guys, I was a very late bloomer in middle school. Uh, I went from my freshman year at 5 foot 8, 5 foot 7 I started my freshman year and I came back my sophomore year at 6 foot 3. So mm. in, a, in a summer I became a human being that people noticed and until then I wasn't. So even in 8th grade or 7th grade when a girl would pass me, you know, even it was just something as stupid as like, what are you going to do about choir, choir practice today, it just made you feel pretty damn great. Uh, that you started your freshman year at my peak height. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to assume that, insinuate that that was short, but uh, where I ended up, ended up being um, obviously uh, different. So. God, I was
2: 5'1 <laughs> my freshman year.
1: I was, yeah, I was, I was about so, that. I, I'm so
2: tiny. I
1: didn't yeah. even weigh 100 pounds.
2: No, I didn't either. I was like 5'195 pounds. I was tiny.
1: I graduated high school at 6'5", 165 pounds. Yeah. That's a javelin.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a tight end.
1: That's no, that's not a tight, tight end. The tight end would knock me over with a <laughs> s- stiff breeze. Uh,
2: that's a high school tight end. <laughs> I know. Yeah, at least uh. in Custer. Uh. <laughs>
0: All right, so Neil Dress, the brown paper bag, Dan.
2: Yes. All right. Well, let's take it back to uh, let's take it back to elementary school, guys. And mm. uh, this one was probably the most important thing that I carried with me to school, and because it was probably also my favorite subject in school in elementary, I'm talking about the metal lunchbox. Mm. With the thermos inside, and if like you were really lucky, you would get chocolate milk. And you always had something cool on the outside of your lunchbox, like Transformers or GI Joe's or He-Man, before they were making that plastic shit. And yeah, yeah the solid two snap or one snap in the middle metal mm-hmm. lunchbox.
0: I'm looking around the room because I'm in the room where I have a couple of them somewhere. Yeah, I have that three. I, I think I think they're in the they're in the the uh, closet right next to me. Yeah, there was one. So we were cleaning out. Uh, one of the times we cleaned out my parents' house and just threw a bunch of stuff away, we found my old Return of the Jedi metal lunchbox oh, and opened it,
2: and? and there was still food oh. in there. <laughs> oh no! <What?
1: laughs> I'm about oh, the DOS
2: boot over here.
1: Could you tell what the food was? No, God, like, no. I didn't want to
0: look at it. I just saw that. I was like, oh, oh nope.
1: We're just putting that in the dumpster. Oh, oh my God. What That's a drag. Awful. That's like the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in an yep. instant. Absolutely. Just like, the I thermos still have a Return of the Jedi lunch. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Nope. Goodbye. Uh,
0: the thermos was still in there, too. <gasps> <laughs> Did you open the thermos? No. 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 Oh, no. No. No.
1: Oh my god! The metal that's, lunchbox—that's a solid pick. That's yeah. a great pick. It's a great pick. One I didn't even think of because I never that's, had one.
2: That's also—that also dates us quite a bit because our kids are like, "What the fuck is a metal lunchbox?"
1: It went plastic yeah. within our lifetimes. We oh saw yeah, a within lot of changes. our changes.
2: Yep. within like our elementary school years. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: yeah. they got invented.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: as metal, there there was nothing and then there were metal lunchboxes and then went to plastic and now there's nothing so right. we've seen the whole lunchbox cycle life cycle well, in front of stuff. our eyes
1: Yeah. The bags, yeah the, the, the refrigerated bags, zipper bags
0: yep. so, so uh, my wife Teresa and I uh, were downtown this last weekend, we got a ho- uh, hotel we spent an evening out this last weekend we went to uh, one of the shops they have in the old market in Omaha and wandered around and I told her that this shop is the perfect mix of amazing, glorious finds. They have, like, all of these toys that didn't sell at stores or that stores didn't want to buy and so they bought a whole bunch of them. So they have, like, a lot of Spawn action figures, a whole bunch of G.I. Joes. And they had a bunch of these lunchboxes, too. And along with these amazing finds that they had, they had people's old crap. Like, they had a doll that was missing legs that they had a price tag on. And, like, this is... This is the best mix of amazing finds and people's crap that ever exists in the world. And so when you said lunch boxes, we saw a couple of them this weekend and and my wife wanted to buy one and I was like, we're not buying somebody's garbage. No. <laughs> Cuz we don't know how long the last
1: sandwich was in there. <laughs> you don't know anything that was in there. <laughs> the There's metal certain- lunch box great pick. Reed, what's your what's your Thank number you. 3 pick? My number three pick is going to be one of my favorite
0: things ever to purchase for school. I love it. And I I started, I, at, I believe at a very young age, I began to appreciate irony. <laughs> because one of the reasons I loved buying this is because it never got used.
1: The <laughs> one foot ruler. Yeah, ever. <laughs> like, Ever. You guys weren't art students that one foot ruler is still one of my favorite things to own especially if it's a metal one but you're talking about the wood one with the yeah. little metal razor blade that goes that would in. come out yeah right. that would always was, fall out and you have to jam back in <laughs> there yeah. was a
0: point in time where they no longer allowed us to have the wooden rule it said no wooden rulers with <laughs> metal and so everybody had the plastic rulers and everybody broke their plastic ruler. Why? Because the thing that the one-foot ruler worked best for was launching erasers across the room when the teacher yeah. wasn't
1: looking. Yeah. yeah, we got more education about uh, uh, levers and uh, what are what are what am I fulcrums, talking about? Ful- fulcrums, physics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fulcrums. Based on those, and what the best the best other thing to do with that one-foot ruler was to put it on your desk really far out and snap it so it went as you uh, like pulled it into your desk so it would make that terrible noise and I guarantee teachers like will still wake up with that PTSD <laughs> in their head these days to that terrible sound oh the one foot ruler is a great pick all right so I'll go on to my number four wait I actually could use a drink so do you want to do a drink break sure do a drink Dan break. Yeah. you're never going to run out of your drink no so. I'm, I'm good I'm good guys <laughs> I'm- but I will stop
2: and we're back. Just a reminder that
0: tonight's uh, top five draft is brought to you by Los Angeles Sign Replacement Company. Los Angeles Sign Replacement Company, because we know what it's like to have our signs stolen, and we're going to help you get your signs back, whatever means we absolutely have to. Los Angeles Sign Replacement Company, especially when Houston's
1: in town. Hey, oh! Oh, my God. I know that the baseball season is going to last, like, probably about seven or eight more days, but, my God, I want everyone in the Houston Astros to get hit by a pitch. And I do not condone throwing at at batters, but I want every Houston Astro to take a beanball straight in the ass.
2: Did you see the fucking bench-clearing brawl they had yesterday?
1: Yeah.
2: uh, Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm making air quote bench-clearing. There was was zero
2: social distancing there. (laughs) Zero. That was
0: Yeah, that was a... that was actually the inspiration for our sponsor this week. Fantastic. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Houston Astros can go to hell. Yep. I don't want you to get COVID, but I hope your season's over very soon. Um, <laughs> so it's my number four pick. It is your number four pick. And I'm, there's there's actually, I'm going to take a combo, kind of a combo pick. Um, everyone it. loves the solar calculator. We all got Ooh. them. All you had to do was just take them out of your bag and they worked. It was pretty fantastic. Yep. You put a battery in them just in case, but the solar calculator really ruled. And you could write, um, you know, 58008 and flip it over, and everyone had a really good time. The first person that ever showed you that was always, like, your hero for, like, a little bit. Um, and, but I'm not going to take that. I'm going to take something I never actually had, because it's, it's more nostalgic than effective. Okay. And it was always something you wanted more than you actually could use. But okay. you thought you could use it to cheat, and I was always terrible in math. And so all I wanted was a watch that was also a solar calculator uh and you saw the kids that had them and it was terrible and like now people would want those super now, oh yeah and everyone would be like that's amazing yeah back then like they were popular for like a year and a half until they realized that like you couldn't use them for crap and anytime somebody saw you doing this in a math test you weren't going to be able to do anything but <laughs> i'm going to take it anyway just for nostalgia's sake and because i never had one the solar calculator watch that's great no i
2: love that one i thought about that one a lot that's a really, really good you did. okay yeah yeah, I definitely thought about that one. That's uh yeah, I never had one. It was always like the I don't know if it was necessarily the cool kids that had them, like the the, the kid that I remember specifically. Oh, it was usually the
1: opposite of the cool
2: Oh yeah, kids exactly. It was like the really smart nerdy guys that were like really quiet and they had the the calculator watch even though they fucking didn't need it because they were like smart at math. I'm like, yeah. "Why do you you just you
1: just have that?"
2: Yeah. Uh so no, yeah. Great choice. That's Great that choice. Is a that is a really good pick. That's a good steal at number four, buddy.
1: Not bad. I was surprised it yeah. lasted this long. To be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. Dan, what's your number four? Well, my number four. You know what? I'm gonna go
2: similar to your classic route. Um, but this was something. Even though, like, even though you played with them too much and kind of ruined their functionality, they were just so. They were just so cool.
0: <laughs> Dan, your yeah, penis yeah. is in the back to school supply. <laughs>
2: Okay, hold on. I gotta get something else off my <laughs> list. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, like I remember the first time I saw one, I was like, "Whoa, well, what is this? what is that? Why don't I have one of those? I just have a regular old wooden pencil." I'm talking about the mechanical pencil. Mechanical. Yep. Good pick. Good pick. They were I had so that cool. That's great. You had to you had to click it out to just the right thing, or it would break. And the and you always had to reload them, and the and the eraser always sucked. But they were just cool. They were just cool. Can I also say
1: that the mechanical pencil gave you an opportunity to ask the pretty girl who you were trying to sit near in class for something. It's like, oh, I just broke my lead. Do you have an extra lead out of your mechanical pencil that I can borrow from you? It just gave you a chance to talk to someone in class that you wanted to. I never
2: did that. I always did the, like I was giving myself the injection.
1: Oh, everybody did that. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone did the mechanical pencil uh, heroin Uh, uh,
2: trip. (laughs) Right. Super good lead poisoning trick. <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Mechanical pencil heroin. I'm writing that. Yeah. Name. Yeah, <laughs> that's good.
2: Hashtag band name. That's good. That's good. All right. So, mechanical pencil. That's my number four.
0: Read. That's a number good four number pictures. four. Uh, all right. For my number four, I'm going to go personal. Okay. Mm. Uh, and. I would do this uh, when I was in middle school and in high school. I'd always get my mom to sneak in a CD for me. Like I'd go, I'd get my back to school supplies, and be like, "Hey, there's also this CD that I'd like
2: to." Oh, get. I see what you're saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Nice. Yeah, and I'd get,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'd get a new disc.
2: Right, nice.
0: going back to school. Here are, here are some of my memorable back-to-school discs that I picked up. Uh, Pearl Jam 10.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Blink-182 Dude Ranch. Dude Perfect. Ranch, yeah. It also continued when I went into college because I'd go <laughs> get my books and stuff at college, and they had the CD racks on the other side, and I'd always like spot one. And go be like, oh, I'm getting. I also got Rage Against the Machines' Evil Empire.
1: Fantastic.
0: When I was in college, and uh, but, Butthole Surfers' Electrical Land. Mm, yep. Uh, so that back to school compact disc. I was, like it. It was oh. just a just a little bonus thing. Yeah. And it That's- just happened to be some. I mean, some really good discs that I ended up picking up.
1: A funny story from college is that. Uh, I went away to Savannah, Georgia, my first year from college, from South Dakota, and I had to drive out there because I had to have a car. And my parents gave me a, like I think like something like a thousand dollar limit credit card, and they said this is for emergency use only. And like at one point, my timing belt went out in the middle of the street, and I needed to use it, et cetera, et cetera. And then when I realized the credit card works, I ended up spending most of it at Best Buy, and bought. Probably about, I want to say, $700 worth of CDs oh over, over about two years. And when I got home and my parents like showed me the bill, they are like, so Neil, I was like, oh yeah, that was for emergencies only, wasn't it? And they are like, yes, it was. But that year for my birthday, they gave me a card and I opened up the card and they said, we've paid your credit card bill. You're welcome for the CDs. <laughs> it was a pretty classy move on my folks' part. I actually yeah. always really respected their sense of humor about that for go, um for uh, actually understanding that i was a dumb 18 year old kid that just needed <laughs> what was really funny is i used it i was like hey i needed to do an animation project for graphic design i needed a monty python cd to animate a monty python thing so that was, and was. they were like, that was one CD. I was like, yeah, you're right. You got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mine is actually my fifth pick, my fifth and final pick. Do you want to recap before, before we move on to the final round? Uh, sure. Why don't we, uh, let's do this. Why don't we each recap our own? Fantastic. Okay. So my first four picks, for my number one pick, I took the best and the LeBron James of the draft. I took the 64-pack Crayola with the sharpener in the box. Undisputable. Uh, for my second pick, I took the number two pencil, probably my Utility Man. Uh, for my third pick, I picked the brown paper bag book cover, which was just one of my favorite stupid things in middle school and high school. For my number four pick, something I never got, which was the solar calculator watch. And they were always black, right? I never saw them in any other color. No, they were always, always that black. Crappy Cassi- black. The Casio. Napoleon Dynamite yeah. Casio yep. watch. All right, so my final one. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier that I went from 5'7 to 6'3 in about a 12-month span. Yeah. The fun thing about that is that then, so you end your freshman year, at least I did, being a little squeaky little brat, and then grew over the entire summer, then went to try on all of my fall clothes, and nothing fit. Keep in mind, where, we grew, where I grew up in Custer, South Dakota, our nearest shopping centers were 40 miles away in Rapid City. Yep. So you made a trip, and you made a day of it, and you did everything. You got your school supplies at Target, a lot of clothes you got at Target. You go to JCPenney for the things you needed. You go to the Rushmore Mall and figure everything out. I'll never forget telling my mom that nothing I owned fit anymore. And it was actually one of the most exciting things I ever got to do, because in the summer of 1994, I got to completely redo my wardrobe. So I went from being a kid who just was stuck with everything from the late eighties and early nineties to just be like I get to wear whatever I want. And you got to do a bunch of cool things. Like I got some big wide leg jeans, Jinko knockoffs, JNCOs. I got a bunch of different yeah. uh you know, a new wallet with a chain, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh. But my favorite thing, and this is my pick, my number five pick, was new T shirts. Like I got I yep. got all the band t-shirts I wanted to get, would I go for dispenser gifts and get just all the band t-shirts that get live and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. And then just having just a rotation of awesome t-shirts to wear through the year. I'm picking new t-shirts for my number five pick. New t-shirts are such an amazing back to school staple that
0: if, you, if I buy a new t-shirt anytime other than the fall, it doesn't feel right. Yeah,
1: that's so true. I never even realized I felt that way. I just actually am buying shirts right now, and it's because I'm going back to work next week.
2: There you go. There you go. I love it, man. That's a great choice, and I'll tell you why in a second. But to give you my recap, my number one pick, You sure you can have your LeBron James pick. I'm going to take my Michael fucking Jordan pick of Trapper Keeper at number one. It's a goodie. The ultimate, ultimate back to school supply for any kid under the age of 17. Then I went with uh, the JanSport backpack, a ultimately sexy, sexy pick. You had to have them, had to have them, had to have them. I went with metal lunchbox at number three because nostalgia is strong with me, and <laughs> you gotta carry your food in something. Because I mean, I didn't do the uh, I didn't do those cool lunches, so I had to take my sandwiches and, and my chocolate milk to school. So you might as well get a cool lunchbox. Yeah. That went with Mechanical Pencil at number four. The, the terrible, terrible designed, poorly <laughs> executed pencil that everybody had to have. <laughs> at number five, Neil, your picks are so similar. I love hmm. that you went t-shirts because nothing said going back to school than walking into a footlocker the week before and getting those new, fresh sneaks. The new sneaks! Oh, had to get the new sneaks, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you showed up to school on the first day with old, busty, stupid-looking summer shoes, then you might as well turn around and walk out the fucking door because nobody's going to talk to you, nobody's going to look at you, girls are going to laugh at you. You had to have those fresh, new white-bottomed, white-laced, unless they were Vans, sneaks, mm. and you had to wear them and all the way through the end of the year because your parents spent way too much money on them and they were not getting <laughs> you another pair. Those new sneaks, man, number five.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, we are perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah we were straight on the same line with that. One. Yep, Oh. and I God.
2: love that I got to get that at five.
1: Yeah, it's a great. That's a, that's a great pick. Reed, what's your recap? All right,
0: so... Uh since uh, since LeBron and Michael were gone I went with Kobe and the uh, multicolored pen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely a Kobe. Definitely a Kobe.
0: After that I went to go try and get organized with a five subject notebook.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Travel back in time to the often required and rarely used 1 foot plastic ruler. From there, I jumped ahead in time a little bit to that one compact disc I would allow that my mom would allow me to sneak in with all my purchases.
2: Fantastic. Yep.
0: Now, for my number five pick, I went a little outside of the box and off book. And for my number five pick, for necessary supply to return to school with, I'm going yeah. with 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California.
2: What? Should we say it at the same time, Reed? Three, two, one. Ferris
1: guys!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because if I'm going to cut class, I'm going to cut class in style because everybody knows that Sloane's dad doesn't drive no jalopy. Sloane's
2: getting picked up in
1: a Ferrari.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm not sure if you can hear
1: this. I'm going to turn it up for you. (laughs) Hey, by the way, uh, just as for the joke of this stupid podcast, I was literally as as I was looking at the last ones, I was like, maybe I should watch Ferris Bueller again. I've decided I'm never going to watch Ferris Bueller again. (laughs) That's a terrible decision, buddy. That's a terrible decision. Never, just because the more you guys make fun of me, the (laughs) further that DVD gets away from my player. It's a, it, the movie is fine. It's fine. Get the fuck out of my face. That's the stupidest thing. That's the dumbest thing
2: I've ever heard you say in the (laughs) 20 years that I've known you.
1: It's fine. It's fine. It's a fine movie. I enjoyed it when I watched it. It's, it's three stars out of five. Three out of five stars. It's fine. Fine. Is it? You can't. You can't argue with me that it's one of the better movies of all time.
2: It is. It is probably one of the most iconic <laughs> movies of the '80s. It's John Hughes' best movie. Oh, that is
1: such a damn lie. Not, not in my book. It's the not. The Breakfast Club. I
2: like. Oh. I love The Breakfast Club, but I love Ferris Bueller. Sorry, that's where oh, okay. I'm at. All right, that's well, what, them- that should be. That should, our, that should have been our fight, me, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
1: very interesting I, I really have to be honest that I'm very interested that someone would say that John Hughes' best movie is Ferris Bueller's Day Off um, to me and again, again it, it makes me want to rewatch it but I refuse okay that's fine you keep you keep you keep digging me with it you son well, of a that's on you then
2: it's so good it's right, so, we cool. actually talked about it last night how we I knew you good. did I knew yeah. I
1: knew it was coming you sons of yeah. a <laughs> alright cool Fucking whatever. So oh, apropos. Beautiful. I want to play a game. Guys, I
2: I've got a game and it's fun. Okay. It's a lot of fun. You're gonna like it.
1: All right. So you haven't told us what this is. So we are coming. We are going. Reed and I are going into this completely blind. Completely
2: blind. Completely okay. blind. Okay. Right. So you guys watched Wheel of Fortune before, right? Um,
0: remind me. Yeah, I had I had supper with my parents a few times.
2: Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, you know, it's a game where they put you know, clues up on the board and you have to fill in the blanks and all. Anyways, there's a category that I always love on Wheel of Fortune. It's called before and after. It's where they take one word that goes here and another word that goes here and they combine them, and it's great. So what I have done is created a few before and afters.
1: Mm. But here's how
2: we're going to do it. I'm going to read you a clue, and your job is to tell me what the before and after is. Let's see, it's almost Reed's birthday, so he gets to go first. Nice. Uh, okay. So so Reed, the, f- the first one is to you. So Reed, I'm going to read you a clue, and okay. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to answer it. And if you can't get it, then Neil gets a chance to steal. And we're going to go a point per correct answer, and I have seven, so there will definitely be a winner. Oh, okay. All right. Reed, are you ready?
1: Wait. Reed was checking something. What's up? Reed, huh. are you ready? Hold, hold on. We got a problem. Hi. Hi, Jude. There it is. Hey, yes. and that yes. is another child interruption. But <laughs> that actually leads me to my segment, which is the biggest child interruption we've ever had in the history of the podcast. <laughs> Reed went away for two full days because of a child <laughs> interruption, and now he's going to explain. That child interruption to you. So, Dan, that is your second child interruption of the podcast, but Reed will always win because of a 48-hour child interruption. Reed, go.
0: So what happened was uh, my wife and daughter were watching a show upstairs, and we had this little uh, old-fashioned pinball machine. It was like a pub pinball machine, okay. Uh, but it didn't have a top on it. I, I think it came from like Bed Bath & Beyond or something like that. And it had these little metal marbles and my daughter was laying on the floor playing with that and just turned around to my wife and said, I just swallowed one of these marbles. Oh, my God. Just Uh, why? Just why? My 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 daughter is eight. Yeah. uh, So you'd think she would have the wherewithal to go, no, this is not food. The answer to the infamous question of why is, I don't know.
1: Why not? I guess. Uh,
0: so, we went to urgent care, and because it's oh, COVID God. times that we live in, only one of us was allowed to go in. Uh, so, Good my times. wife went in with her. I uh, stood outside, and also, my wife had the keys to the car with her. Whoa. So, I stood outside on the muggy evening. Uh, fortunately, the urgent care is about a mile from our house, so... I. It's an okay area. You're right, sure, uh, I was actually able to wander around and play Pokemon Go. I was gonna, I was gonna go. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was waiting. Uh, so I also got text messages from my daughter as she was waiting via my <laughs> wife's phone. Uh, I got the uh, I got several sloth gifts.
2: Nice, nice.
0: And the <laughs> cat grabbing the camera saying "I love you" gif fifteen times in a row.
2: Isn't that fun when they do that? Yeah. (laughs) That's love Uh, right there.
0: So then, uh, they met with a fantastic nurse practitioner who said, listen, we could do x-rays and see where it's at, but really what we want to do is just wait for it to pass. So we did that. Uh, uh, my wife was able to stay home from work using, uh, she got to do an emergency telecommute day yesterday and, uh, my daughter pooped and I went to go fish it out. I took one look at it and, uh, just uh-huh. about like my, my, I did that and my stomach yeah. turned and, gurgled, and I was like, Nope, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, God. So, uh, my wife was a saint and like the strangest gold miner was sifting through poop with a plastic spatula oh god oh uh, god uh, uh. and uh, so twice yesterday my daughter pooped in nothing uh, so my wife was my wife took a sick day today to be to here to pan for marbles in poop <laughs> and lo and behold this morning it came out.
1: Yay. So I mean, that's a happy ending to that story. Uh, but that's a shitty story <laughs> as it were. Can I can I tell you what I took away from this? Uh Please. I think Reed's taken a lot more away from it than you have. And no, Teresa. Teresa has taken a lot more away Yes. From it. Yes. Yeah, no, and,
2: and, and I don't mean to discredit that in any way. Hold on, Cars is on in my room for some reason. It's the middle of the day, so of course everyone is doing normal things. And we're recording. Um, here's what I took away from this. And Reed, that's a terrible ordeal that you went through, and I'm really sorry. Um, but I want to go back to something that you said at the beginning, in which you got a pinball table at bed bath and beyond and i just think like that really defines the beyond in bed bath and beyond i mean like you you go you go there and you're like all right so i'm gonna get some towels and i'm gonna get some soap oh there's a pinball table i'm gonna get that Like, what, what the fuck that's great that's and, so that's far.
0: And to be on. fair, it wasn't. It wasn't like a full table. It right. A, it no, I know. Sat, I get it. Yeah, it sat on. It was a tabletop game. Yeah. And it was uh, big, how big
1: were the were the were the pinballs? Are we talking uh, half inch? Are we talking full inch?
0: Uh, no, uh It was. Uh, I think around quarter inch, between okay. quarter and half. Okay.
1: Inch. All right. So we like, okay. We
0: measured one just so we could uh, <laughs> have like because we had two of them. There were right. three of them at one point in time. I don't know where the third one went. Uh, I have into suspicions the toy toy. now.
1: <laughs> oh, there might be another one coming that Amelia might like. No, that, ask it's, the one. third
0: one's been gone for a while. And oh, so I'm no. wondering God. if the rationale for her putting this one in her mouth was well, the first one I ate tasted pretty good. Maybe I'll <laughs> just have a second one.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Well, uh, Reed, again, um, I mean, the, 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 the child interruption segment was pretty new to our podcast, <laughs> but you've won. You yeah. won, and I don't know if it will ever be topped. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. I have to rush my eight-year-old to the emergency room because she has <laughs> a metal ball in her poop, and that's it's it's it's. Listen, I mean, come on, I'm playing some. Some fanfare right now. like We'd yeah. won the Child Interruption game. Yeah.
2: And I and I hate to lose. I hate to lose. I've already <laughs> ordered a sack of marbles for my kids. It should be here on, th- on next Thursday. So Just
1: mix them in with the bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Just mix them in with, yeah. with the, with the oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so, Dan, you were going to play a game, which honestly... We are. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good intro. You've already oh. introed the game. I think we should
2: just play. So, your first clue... Mr. Reed, Charles, is D-Day site with good vibrations. Uh Normandy Beach Boys? Mm, close. Well, we'll, you know, we'll take it. It's it was Omaha Beach Boys. Omaha, Omaha Beach, Beach, Boys.
1: Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah.
2: give it to you. We'll give yeah. it to you. Yeah. All right. Point to Reed. Reed has one point. Yes. All right. Mr. Neil. Hey, what's up? I'm glad that this one came to you. Oh, you know what? I was listening to uh the first part of this and i realized that you took the number two pencil as your number two choice did you do that on purpose yes (laughs) that was good that was good i mean i I didn't but i should that was good he
0: he definitely did it with intention because he had a point
2: ah
1: Get the fuck out of here. This is the dad joke theme music right here. (laughs) Welcome to the dad joke. You just made a dad joke.
2: Uh, All right, Mr. Neal. Yeah, okay. A March 17th pin Mm -hmm. that canines can wear.
1: That canines can wear. A March 17th pin that canines can wear. Um, Canines. Uh, March seventeenth. Pin. Pin. So St. Patrick's Day. Right. Uh sh- But but that's not Shamrock shock collar? Nope. Nope. Reed if you can steal, steal away.
0: Is it Kiss Me I'm an Irish Setter?
2: Yes. <laughs> correct. Two points for Reed. Kiss me, I'm Irish Setter. Alright. All right. Right. Very good. Very good. Okay.
0: Uh, so, also, go I'm going to apologize right now because yeah. my son is right
1: outside the window mowing. Mowing the lawn, yes. Mowing the lawn. Hold <laughs> Wait, is, he, is he ever done? That's hold the question. It. Is he ever... Hold, hold, hold. Finish the, finish the goddamn lawn. We're recording a podcast. Oh, hold recording a podcast. Keep those lines <laughs> yep. straight.
0: Stop playing Pokemon you hear Go. You hear
1: really good right now. Yep. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, I can hear. absolutely hear it.
0: I'm so sorry. Put some gas in it. Oh,
2: Ah. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Alright, Reed, this next one's to you. And okay, so um again I won't look for exact verbiage as long as it's more than two words. Okay? Okay. Alright. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Yes. Yep. yep.
1: He's terrible at it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's no, really it's funny. fine. It's, it's the best. I mean I can't a, listen. Okay, oh, yeah. so Reed's got two more child interruptions. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a great one. What is he doing out there? He's he's mowing the same spot over and over. I I warned you about this. He's
0: stopped and is looking at something.
2: (laughs) He's playing Pokemon Pokemon Go. Yeah, he's playing Pokemon Go in the middle. Yeah, there's one directly on top of the lawnmower. He's trying to get. Did you make your house a (laughs) (laughs) PokeStop? As as
0: long as it's more than two words.
2: All (laughs) right. So okay, ready? Read a breakfast treat that makes wedding speeches. The second part of the clue is going to help you with the entire part of the clue.
0: Okay, a breakfast treat?
2: Uh-huh, that makes wedding speeches. The best man's toast? Mm, nope, that's not what we were looking for. Not what we were looking for.
1: Okay, best man. Say it, say it again, it is a...
2: A breakfast treat that makes wedding speeches.
1: Um... Makes wedding speeches, uh... A best man's French toast? You were closer. It's French
2: toast to the bride and groom.
1: Okay. Alright. French toast.
2: Yeah. Okay. Alright. Alright, it's two to nothing. Neil, this is your chance. This is your chance. It's two to nothing
1: already? I'm already losing? Yeah.
2: Shit. Yeah. Reed got one and stole one. Alright. Alright, number four. Number four. Mm. A group of executioners... Who takes selfies for Instagram to show what good friends they are?
1: Take selfies for Instagram to show what good friends they are. Uh, friends they are. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Bestie Hangman? Nope. Nope.
2: All right. A group of executioners who take selfies for Instagram to show what good friends they are. Man, I didn't realize these were going to be this tough.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I got to be perfectly honest. Toast to the bride and groom. I didn't know was like a phrase. So that's fine. It was just like
2: that's fine. It was hard. It was a hard one. It was a hard one. Well, like I said, it was. I, it was looking for just more than two words, but I needed French toast to be in there. Gotcha. That's that was the first part. Sure. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm stumped on this one. All right. Firing squad goals.
1: Oh, okay. Got
0: yeah, it. Yeah. All right. I see. Now I was stuck on inglorious bastards,
2: <laughs> which, what?
0: which I was like, I don't. You can't add anything to that because no. people that post on Instagram are just
1: bastards. I think we should just start calling them that. Like anybody who takes <laughs> selfies as a group, they're the inglorious bastards. All right. So I've got three more. It's still two to
2: nothing. This game officially sucks, and I'm sorry. All no, right. No. No. <laughs> no. no, <Okay>. no it's, <laughs> right. it, it doesn't. I'm Breathe. sorry,
1: says Dan again.
2: Guys, I'm sorry that I said I'm sorry. All right. God damn it. (laughs) All right, Reed, here we go. Here we go, Reed. That time, Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, and Sophia made raunchy topless videos.
1: God damn it. This is so easy.
0: (laughs) Is it Golden Girls Gone Wild?
1: Correct. Golden Girls (laughs) Gone Wild. Firing squad (laughs) goals and he gets Golden Girls Gone Wild. God, fine. Fine. It's fine. Three to nothing. I'm gonna Okay. Read I'm playing Erneil. to the end.
2: Play yeah, that's, the fine. End. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what. If you get this one, we'll make the final one worth two points and then and then we'll see what happens. All right, here we go.
1: And if I don't, Reed just wins because he's yeah. done better than me at this Yeah. One, so. Oh yeah. Reed's already won, but uh, yeah, you could I you can still win. Again, <laughs> my senior year in high school.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh both of my sisters were out of the house. Uh I was the only child Living in Sioux Falls, uh, and every the only night at supper,
1: boy in Sioux Falls, I would, the
2: booming metropolis of Sioux Falls.
0: Uh, every night at supper, I would watch Wheel of Fortune with my mom.
1: Ah, uh, so nice. Yeah, Reed's nice. Reed's got a leg up being the nice. only living boy in Sioux Falls. That was a Simon and Garfunkel song,
2: wasn't it? Um, yet that's the joke. <laughs> I was making a joke on top of it. Jesus. All right, fine. Go, go. Fine. I'm losing, so I'm, I'm losing. So
1: I'm, I'm furious.
2: All right, buddy. You ready? Here we go. A tragic tale about a tough female boxer with a killer ass that inspired a musician.
1: Um. A tough female boxer with a killer ass that inspired a musician. Uh, is it Million Dollar Babyface? Mmm, so close, so close. Oh. So
2: close. Read for the ultimate skunk and win. Can you come up with a tragic tale about a tough female boxer with a killer ass that inspired a musician?
0: Yeah, I can't. A million dollar... Baby got ba- back.
1: That's it. Oh. Million dollar baby got back. Oh. So That's there it. You got- pulled you, you, it out you of it. You figured ass. it out halfway through saying it. That was <laughs> yeah. very impressive. Yeah, because I was just I
0: was just trying to make a joke.
2: <laughs> you got it. You <laughs> nailed it. All right. So
1: I'll was
0: you-
2: Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, so Dan
0: obviously for, uh, went, what you can't see at home was yeah. uh, Dan just gave Neil the finger.
1: Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that I wouldn't have been the first you, time during I am giving recording.
2: you the finger currently. That's that's <laughs> the joke. That's the joke. So we'll do the last one. It's just a buzz in. Whoever gets it first. Okay, All right. right. This one I just wrote as a hilarious like tiebreaker if, if Neil had ever gotten any points. I
1: did not get a uh, single one. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, the model and letter turner on a game show who has questionable opinions about the Aryan Brotherhood.
1: Uh, Vanna White uh, Supremacist. Yep, correct. <laughs> That's a good one. Listen, if I got one on the board, I'll take it. But we the all know... The White Supremacist one. We're calling it for today, and yeah. Reed usually do this. Usually call the winner, but I'm doing it because you had to sift through poop, you had to come back two <laughs> days later, and you absolutely crushed the game. Reed is our winner for today. Reed's 100% the winner. Woo! Yay,
2: oh, Reed. Holy Reed cow, I was not... Podcast.
0: You know. You wake up in the morning and you think you know what's going to lie in front of you for the day. Uh, but there are just some things you can't prepare for. And one of the things that you're not able to prepare for is
2: winning. <laughs> uh, so I'm always prepared.
1: I, I I, go, I'm uh, this excellence. And sifting I'm, through
0: I, poop. I uh, I will share this victory with my wife Teresa, who actually mm-hmm. did the sifting, and Deserve I did more it. of the near throwing up at just looking at poop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pulling a turd out of the toilet. Uh-huh. Teresa, Teresa, no. you, you're you're the half. No.
0: Yeah.
1: Fishing, fishing a turd out <laughs> of the toilet. Fishing. I picture her with a... Reel and a rod, like a ladle. It was, was there, reels uh... there with like a like a net. Like all right, <laughs> pulling it out the back like jaws. Like we're gonna need a bigger boat.
2: <laughs> the
0: chum for that looks really strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is the chum. <laughs> oh. No, nope. it's good to see you guys in the middle of the day. It, yeah, it
0: is. This was this is
1: a
2: fun break from uh, the bullshit that I have to deal with.
1: Yeah, no shit. And the
2: real shit that you have to deal with. <laughs> Three
1: guys just making lists. Three guys just getting blitzed. Three guys, it's it our top fives. You won, but also I won.